This is the Nippon Taikyu Cosmopolitan, Japanese endurance racing covered by an American. Welcome back to the Nippon Taikyu Cosmopolitan for the first time in five weeks. We're covering the new Honda Civic Type R GT500 that, of course, is coming to the GT500 class. I've been gone for a while, I've been at university, but now I finally have time to record. So after months of wait, let's finally get into the new Honda Civic Type R coming to the GT500 class. The Honda NSX, the previous car and the one finishing off this season this year, hasn't just been an iconic car in the Super GT series before. The original car was in JGTC, but also one of the most iconic road cars ever made. When you think of Honda, you probably think of the NSX, or now maybe the Honda Civic Type R, or you think of the depressing and very poorly made Honda Odyssey minivan. So why is Honda switching from the NSX, a very iconic car, to the Honda Civic Type R? Well, it's actually quite simple. They discontinued the sale of the second generation NSX, which of course is the one now that was produced from 2016, but they finished production of the final car at the end of 2021, with the final models going out in November that year. Without production of the NSX, it makes no sense to keep the car around. Remember, motorsports is advertising. Um, big brands want to advertise their brands, and guess what? They want to advertise said cars. But when you don't sell said car, there's no use for you to continue to have that car. Because the thing is, motorsports branding surrounds that car. So when you have a car that you don't sell anymore, it kind of hurts your advertising. So that's that simple. Of course, the NSX was really good. It was as a GT500 car. So even though they're forced to start over with this new car and... The fact that that NSX has been developed for years, it just makes more sense for Honda to restart and go with their second best car. The Honda Civic Type R that has begun its life in Super GT at the start of 2024 season was barely even a Type R. The Autobox Super GT Championship does have very strict regulations in place relating to the aero, size of the car, and the transmission. Super GT only allows rear-wheel drive cars. The Honda Civic Type R is front-wheel. So, this car is going to be the only rear-wheel drive type car of the Type R you'll probably ever see. And like I said, it's barely even a Type R to begin with. The car will be a rear-wheel drive car, spec car with a 2-liter turbocharged inline-four engine. This car originally did give me a lot of that Nissan GTR LMP1 vibes, but with that Okoyama test in late August, 
helped me really disprove uh, any feelings I had that that car, the new one, could be like that horrendous Nissan GTR LMP1. So let's move on to that Okoyama August test. Starting on August 24th, 2023, all manufacturers in GT500 held a two-day test for their 2024 spec cars. That was Honda's new car, the Type R, hit the track for the first time, while Toyota and Nissan came with upgraded versions of their Supra and GTR, since we did have that aero freeze that ended at the end of this year. Honda did say this will be a long-term project. It's not something that will instantly give them results, and they could struggle in their first few years. Them with the factory team in Arta and their customers. With a radical new body, it takes time to learn the car, because it is aero, and aerodynamics are something that even professionals don't understand. There's a joke that for aero engineers, that the more you understand about aerodynamics, the less you actually understand. So it will take time for Honda as a brand to learn that. And but thing is, they're not changing anything with the engine at all. So thing is, like, if something goes wrong, they know it's the aero. A lot of the chassis is about the same as the NSX. The main changes are the aero, and they are thinking about a new engine in the future. They didn't upgrade it, that two liter turbocharged inline four came from the NSX. So it's really only an aero change and to kind of make it look like a Civic Type R. Let's move on to what I think the new Arrow and how Honda and other media sources love the potential of it. And I kind of agree with that. It does have a lot of good potential, mainly due to the smaller front fascia, which means there will be less drag, but this will also put an emphasis on Arrow. I think as they develop the aero, they understand more. Some of these changes will make big gains in that department. It has a very unique body shape, could work very well or even fail, but I do think it will do well. With the car, it does fit the regulations. Like they have a strict box of how tall and how wide the car can be. It does fit that. But with what they did with the aero, and the height of the car, I think slimming it out made it work. And the thing is, a lot of the arrow has actually been taken from that NSX. It does kind of closely relate to it. They're trying to do something where they make the transition as harmless as possible. They add some long-term stuff, which could affect them right now as they understand it. But then long-term, you're back on top, just like they did with the NSX. It won't do well in their first year, and I don't think they will either, especially the fact that their competitors are bringing upgrades, and they, some of them even improve their engines with um, the Supra. So, but I do think, um, of course, we have Success Ballast. It could be the best GT500 car in history, I think. If Honda learns to adapt to the car, and of course, when they develop that new engine, it fits the arrow. It could be a good car, but it's going to take years for that to happen. And of course, on Honda's part, 
they need to keep developing a road version of the Honda Civic Type R, or it's just going to be do it again with a new car. So I think once you get that arrow down, you upgrade the engine, and then any problems that come from that related to the engine or arrow, you already understand a lot about the car. So you go about fixing that in the best way possible. But of course, Honda has had major success in JGTC and now in Super GT, and they have all this experience on their side. They will adapt quickly, and I don't think they'll be immediately competitive for titles in year two, but year three, year four could be where we see gains, and maybe even at a point where maybe it's complete domination for them. They upgrade that engine, they understand a lot about the car, and even success ballast can't hold them back. They may, may be a car and a brand that create new rules for the series that causes it to become, to slim them down so the series is competitive again in GT500. What I would like to see though in GT300 is maybe they do the same thing. That NSX will be gone out of GT3s. Privateer entries may stay around with it, unlikely because they won't get customer support from Honda, but it is an FIA GT3 car. Um, and even outside of the series, um, it could be used by other teams, but like we saw with Audi who are exiting GT3s, a lot of brands are already working on switching it. So there's no real use in that. So maybe we could see a new car in GT3. Maybe this could kind of be the test bed, which is interesting saying that GT500 is a test bed as it is the fastest closed cockpit cars on the planet, but they could use this to test something that makes some more money like GT3s, like GT World Challenge, those different ones. Um, even now with the World Endurance Championship and IMSA moving to GT3s, they could use this to then maybe see how successful it is, make a new GT3 car based off of that, tone it down a bit, of course the arrow, and you have a GT3 car. So there could be that in the next coming years, maybe five years, something like that. It's a pretty short one this week. And I also did stop doing race rundowns if you didn't know that. I now don't have as much time as I used to. Race runs down take a lot of time to do. So now we're gonna be focusing on stuff like this. Of course, I do want them to be longer in the future, more content, so we're still trying to push that 20 minute mark, but I don't wanna drag it out if I don't have that time or that content. So from now on, I'm gonna be focused on specific episodes, like anything that isn't a race rundown. Of course, we may have that end of year stuff, that rundown. Uh, we'll also have preseason predictions, of course. But besides that, it's going to be everything else. And right now, I'm working on my main script. Plus, I got a side script going. Mainly a long-term project like that Jensen Button one, that Class 1 one, which are by far two of my favorite ones I've ever done. But I don't have the time to do that every single week. So I'm going to keep doing stuff like this. Hopefully, we stay more consistent. If you didn't see on my Instagram, um, I'm not really having a specific time when episodes are coming out anymore. 
it used to be Mondays uh, afternoon, but now it's just whenever, whenever I have time. Um, when I have an episode, you'll know a few days before on my Instagram when an episode is coming out, but those episodes, when I do record them, will come out on Monday. So, but that's it this week. Hopefully that Honda Civic Type R can show what it can do next preseason testing, and maybe I'll have more to say about it. But for now, that is it. See you all next time in the Nippon Taiku Cosmopolitan. Thank you.